Welcome to Unstoppable. I'm your host, Kerwin Ray, and today we talk with the gorgeous Katie Stevens. Now, what's interesting about Katie is she's never actually worked for another human being in her life. doesn't mean that she has never worked. She's just never had a J-O-B. And after winning the WBFF World Championships in 2015, this young beauty appeared on the cover of Women's Health magazine and Oxygen magazine whilst exiting a six-figure modeling career at the age of just only 24. Katie quickly moved to build her personal brand as an influencer and a speaker and the founder of 24 Karat Gold Eye Mask and the Weber companies, including Ladies Networking Event, Minding Her Business. And in this episode, Katie teaches me her secrets to success after success and how she grew her personal brand. For those of you looking to build in the influencer space, social space, you're going to enjoy this. Check it out. Katie Stevens. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's my absolute honor and pleasure to welcome to Unstoppable today. We have Katie Stevens, the gorgeous Katie Stevens. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. And you're a pro. A pro. WBFF pro, are we talking? Or? Uh, yeah, we've got to contextualize that <laughs> just to make sure we don't get a, uh, out of sorts. But yeah, you, uh, when I was reading through your profile this morning, I was like, wow, wow, wow. Like was, That seems to be the word of the day when I was reading uh, all about you. But for those people who don't know about Katie, why don't you just give us uh, the 30-second rundown on who Katie 30 is? 30 seconds. That's can you it? do it in 30 seconds? 30 seconds. Okay, I can talk really, really fast. Uh, all right, no, I'll I'm give joking. you 45. <laughs> I said that to a dude this morning. I said, can you give us like the 15-second rundown on what you do? 20 minutes later, he goes, I don't think I answered this right, did I? Oh, wow. Well. Okay, <laughs> That's fine. I'll keep we'll it short, keep going. sharp, and brief. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I guess what we were just talking about a couple of minutes ago is um, WBFF. I have a bit of a background in health and fitness. Yeah. still do. And it's one of those things that it's just once it's inbred in you. And I grew up actually with my parents. Inbred that, um, in you. Inbred? inbred? Yeah, I think you didn't bread? mean it that way. Bread bread within you. Inbred? Yeah, yeah inbred. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's speak English today. <laughs> yeah. Um, Timmy, can we cut that bit? <laughs> no, leave that bit in. <laughs> bread within you. And, um, Growing up at a young age, I'm from Victoria, country Victoria, and my parents owned a gym. So I think health, fitness, wellness, it's always sort of been spun within me. Yeah, I've right. always had those sorts of... Um, but you've spun that off into a range of different things. You're not just an influencer. You're also a bit of an entrepreneur. You've got a few businesses you run. Yeah, I've never been employed. Yeah, actually. right. Never been so you're unemployable. <laughs> And you're, know, and maybe actually, just so everyone knows, she was applying for a job about 10 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> I'd still consider it. Um, yeah, no, I've actually, I've never been full-time employed by anyone. Wow, I, um, the whole entrepreneur world or the word itself is thrown around quite loosely nowadays. Yep. But um, I guess I wouldn't say I fell into having businesses, but I definitely have always sort of lived well, within... Well, you're the, the director the of minding her business. You're, yes. You've got Pure Skin and Visual Beauty Australia. So tell us about these businesses, just in a nutshell. So uh, minding her own business... Oh, sorry, Minding Her Business. Mm-hmm. That's a networking event It is, for women? yeah. Women, women's networking event yeah. that's actually split and now we've got Minding Their Business, right. which is for men and women as well because we can't leave the guys say, out. Well, you know what? It, it was sounding a little sexist, you know, yes. but we'll let that yeah. one slide. Minding Her Business is a networking event um, group that we launched in 2017. Yep. Uh, a little bit by accident, I would say, because it was just from a past business that I had. I had a uh, modeling agency for six years. Right. So I was constantly connecting business owners to brands to, I guess they weren't called influencers back back in the day, but promotional models. Yep. And um, I found myself saying, you know what, I've sold the business, but I'm still connecting everyone. I'm just going to host like a small one-off event and um, maybe turn that into an online business or something. And um, I feel like it just turned into one of those events that everyone was like, when's the next one? Yeah, right. Um, it's very different to any other networking event that I sort of had been to before. And selfishly, when I was 19, I had my modeling agency. So I was going to all these networking events and I just felt like I was a little out of place. I was always the youngest in the room, um, whether I went to these networking events and they're the 
old, traditional alternate drop plate, sit at a round table, listen to the guest speakers, um, how they launched businesses back in the 1990s. I'm like, <laughs> I was born in 1990. Shut up. <laughs> so I just you felt... Tell you about my <laughs> now I just feel even more like a dick. I was just telling her the years I was competing. She was two when I first started competing, maybe one. No, oh, I, God. Um, so yeah, that's where mining her business sort of come about. Um, yeah, right. Pure Skins and Natural Skincare Company. So, okay. you know, having... So you formulated that yourself? Um, it's a company that my sister and my mum actually own as well. Right. So it's a little family business. Good for you. I know they say don't do business with family. I get a sense you're a bit of a family girl. Massively. Yeah, right. Family's everything. You got how many brothers and sisters? I've only got one sister. One sister? But 70 something cousins. Holy so, yeah. wow. So yeah. mum and dad didn't breed as well as no, just auntie two. and uncles. I think they had me and they were like, we're done. <laughs> <One's> <laughs> I'm the enough. youngest. So my <laughs> older sister and then me. But um, yeah, no, our family's huge. So I'm, I've never, I've always been around children and, and yeah, whatnot right. growing up. No but, kids yet um, yourself? No. Not yet? Not yet. Okay. Definitely on the cards. It's on the cards? Just trying to work out where I can fit it in. Just logistics <laughs> is a bit of an issue. Yeah. And then you've got Visual Beauty Australia. Tell us about that. Yeah, Visual Beauty Australia, that's um, basically focused on cosmetic tattooing, yeah, which right. is like enhancing your natural appearance, I suppose. She says as he, she looks at me and thinking, he hasn't got a fucking clue what that means. Your brows are fine. I've read your Cleo. <laughs> Actually, I do have a throwaway. I, I could see it earlier. Anyway, let's not go there. <laughs> um, so, so how I, did you get into that? Funny story, I actually started in beauty way before I had my modelling agency. So right. I was 18 and I actually worked under my sister and did my certs there. Um, so I've always had a passion for beauty. It's always been in the family. Um, my mum and sister actually had a wholesale beauty business. So I was always learning more and more about beauty. And... Um, Separately, a opportunity come along when I had the agency and um, a company that formulated and basically white labelled uh, skincare approached me and um, said, look, we've got this amazing product. We've done 25 years of research. I looked at all the, obviously the numbers, the ingredients, the product, genuinely loved it. And um, that would have been 2012 or 13. And um, so I just did my own labelling and then I started selling it. Unfortunately, he actually passed away, so I couldn't get any more product. Oh, Their no. company dissolved, and that was really it. So I just kept running the race, having my agency, and it wasn't until I sold that at the end of 2014 um, that I obviously launched my visual beauty company, right. specialising in the cosmetic tattooing. And um, my sister has always had a passion. She's got her own beauty salon, and she's always had a passion for skincare, education, and that side of it. So she, if I'm honest, has done all the research <laughs> and back end, um, and then I'm lucky enough to to have the marketing sort of understanding moving in the influencer world so partial it just works out well so, so you're kind of yeah. a big deal let's be honest but where does it get out <laughs> where did it all begin so you grew up in rural victoria yeah, Mildura. I was born in Mildura. 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 Yes. Mildy. Mildy. Mildy Mildura. I had to say it like that. Isn't that Mildy. where they, 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 it's where the oranges are growing? Is that right, Mildura? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Lots yeah. of oranges. Lots of oranges. Murray River. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so. you grew up with your parents having have a gym. And so yeah. I imagine you would have probably started training at the age of six uh, months. Yeah, I was probably maybe three or four when they bought and built out, fit out the gym. Um, so I was Is like it still leaning. in the family? Well, we've actually, we've all moved up to Queensland now. So all to, Yeah, wow. all in Queensland. We've Everybody moved in the out cars, like Lampoon's National Lamb. My parents are actually quite disruptive. They um, they moved us around a lot growing up. So I think right. we went to six primary schools. Um, many friends have asked if my parents were on the run. They weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Just to yeah, clarify. Right. Just they to bought clarify. and sold a lot of businesses. Well, they haven't been caught so yet. They haven't so, been caught. So, yeah, yeah innocent until proven guilty. So they bought and sold businesses. Yeah. They what bought types of businesses did they buy um, and sell? The gym. Yep. Um... Everything from dads um, had carpet cleaning businesses, mums had wholesale beauty businesses, um, travel right. agencies, 
Um, so yeah, is Dad a bit of a brick as well? Is he a bit? Is he a bit buff? Oh, he likes to lift. He, he likes to lift. His little gym set up at home, and so he's yeah. got gu- got guns and guns. <laughs> he's about six six foot six foot one. Yeah, right. Yeah, I didn't get all his height, and my mum was like five foot. I say five foot nothing, and she gets offended. So five foot four, five foot. That's five not nothing. Four. Those four inches count. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm five foot ten and a half, and I get pissed off when people leave up the half. Yeah, half an inch counts. Yeah. Yeah, that no, came out cool. so wrong. That did come out <laughs> so wrong. But yeah, size matters. No, <laughs> no, at least no. we got a snort. We got a snort on uh, on. Rec- we got recorded a snort. This is just the this- beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We got, we've got we've still Uh-oh. got a long way to go. Okay, so it sounds like you grew up in a quite an entrepreneurial family. Yeah, you know, I, I never thought of it like that. When you're growing up, you just run the race and, you know, we sat down after whatever it was, a year, two years, three years, and mum and dad were like, you know what, how would you like to move to Salamander Bay or Ballarat? And we moved to all these crazy places. So I guess from a young age, I was always taken out of the comfort zone, if you want to call it, yep. and thrown into, okay, here we go again, new uniform, new school, new people. Wow. Um, so I think... It's nice to talk to someone who can relate because I think I ended up going to, over the course of... Uh, primary and high school I think it was like 12 different schools wow so I get it like as soon as you said new school new new uniform yeah, new friends new it's like yeah that's uh, that took me down memory lane so yeah. how was that for you did that was that something as a child you, you, you enjoyed you embraced or was it you know, at the time, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the younger sibling, so I'm like, yeah. So, like, Dad's super enthusiastic. A little bit of my personality mm-hmm. comes from him. And Dad's like, how good would this be? You know, imagine this, look at this, you know, go to the beach every day, whatever his pitch was to so get he's us to move. NLP, yeah. his and child. I'm like, yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> yes, Dad, yes, this is going to be great. And my sister sort of got to that age, I reckon she would have been maybe 12, 13, and she did the, oh, do we have to move again, Mum? Like, I've just got friends. Mm-hmm. So I kind of look at her, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I've, like, I've got to copy what she does. Like, I'm learning yeah. from her. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to move either. So I would say it probably got a little bit hard right around um, late primary school. So puberty. Um, yeah, yeah, if you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, it must have been a little bit more emotional about yeah, things, a little I bit agree. more connected. I was about 15 yeah. when we'd, we'd moved because we moved from Canberra to Townsville and then I was about 15 when moving from Townsville to Brisbane and that was the first yeah. time I was like, no, fuck it, I don't want to move anymore. Yeah, I, I, um, I actually just did see about Townsville and everything going up there and your post for that. Yes. So you're from Townsville. I, I consider yeah. myself quite a Townsville boy, yeah, actually. I did a lot I of my growing up. There. Got beat up for the first time on my first day of school in Townsville. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Thanks, <also> Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the sailors, actually, but anyway, we won't go there. <laughs> so, okay, so when did you start your first business? Was oh, that the okay, modeling could, agency? Can we talk about like the, the, the conceptual very first business in my head? It can't, okay, that please. Was, that was picking flowers. For real? <laughs> conceptual? Did you I actually was, execute? I did. Really? I went, yeah, I went home. I was like, mum, if they're bigger flowers, like they're worth more. So definitely 10 cents a bunch, five cents for the smaller ones. I'd borrow a bit of mum's um, aluminum foil, wrap them around the edges, like put them in the basket and just Does anyone say <laughs> aluminum anymore? I thought it was aluminium. Aluminium. <laughs> got that, that's, that's an American thing. Um, uh, alfoil. There we and, go. Yeah. And um, it was actually really good. Like I was raking it. I was probably making 20 cents. Like it, w- it was a good business. You're killing it. And then I knocked on the owner's door of oh. where I stole the flowers. And it's like, I recognize those. Her bush was like gone. Oh my God. And I was at that business closed like Quick straight smart. away. I was yeah, like right. all of five years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually disappointed. Yeah. All spent on legals. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, no, but my very first business, um, which I would say very 
small business. I'd just uh, moved from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. Right. And um, I needed a job and a job. Um, and, and you I, don't like being told what to do. I don't like being told what to do. I couldn't commit to a nine to five. <laughs> um, and so I launched a Gold Coast sunless tan, spray tanning, mobile spray tanning business. I'm yeah, like, right. it's not going to cost me much money. I love beauty. I've been trained in spray tans. Know where to get the solution, my sister. You, had you been competing at this point? Not yet. No, right. I was only 18. Okay. So I was back in 08. And um, so I printed out all these flyers and I went to the local shopping center, which I didn't know was illegal at the time. And I put them on all the front like windscreens of their cars. You are a rebel. And I was like, if I put out this many, then I'm going to get this many clients. It was ridiculous. The, the turn, like, Did it, it work? Was, it did, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, like, you know, 20,000 flies, two clients. No, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was a lot of work. And um, it, it was enough to get me going. It was enough to then um, I started a promotional modelling agency. Um, I did a bit of promo work myself and I was like, I can do this better. Yeah, right. I've got friends. They'll work for me. For free? <laughs> for free. Can <laughs> yeah. you please? Yes. Drinks only. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you at the bar after, girls. Can you help me out? Um, and so I launched uh, Pure Model Management. Okay. And um, and then uh, one of my competitors, Aurora in Brisbane, uh, were selling. So I actually dug into my savings and took a massive risk. I was about 19 and wow. um, actually bought the company and merged the two. So yeah, right. So I ran with that for six years and built it up. Wow. So this actually sounds, honestly, because yeah. when I was reading this, I was 19 and a modeling agent. Yeah, her and her friends. <laughs> yeah. No, you were in like the legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, no. no, it was a real wow. deal. Yeah, yeah that's we, were, impressive. we were nationwide. We had 1,500 models on the books. Wow. We had team leaders all over, hence to why I got to go to Townsville all the time. Actually, Townsville was huge up there. Yeah, it's um, massive. You should of, um, see it. There's at least one palm tree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Castle Hill. Castle Hill. Yeah. It's a hill. It's a hill. It's the only one. The goats track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, actually, obviously, being that predominantly there's a lot of males up there, worked well for our alcohol brands to do yes, alcohol promotions. Of course. Right. Um, so was that what you specialised in? It was mainly promotional A modeling? lot of promotional work. Yep. Yeah. We did the odd catwalk and we sent a few of our um, high-end models over like contractually with mother agencies to Italy and whatnot for like six months stints. Yeah, wow. Um, but we did a lot of promotional work, a lot of expos. Like yep. one of our big clients was L'Oreal. So we did a lot of their hair shows, um, the expos at um, Gold Coast, Brisbane, Melbourne. They were, they were actually, to be honest, they were the big money makers because if you could secure like a big golf day or a corporate client that did all these sorts of events, yep. you're working big numbers where you can have, you know, 20 models on the floor opposed to your one-off events. So yeah, right. we worked really hard with those brands. We had um, Fosters or CUB. Yep. Um, they were one of our biggest clients as well. And um, yeah, it was good fun. Good and times. And so then you exited that business. Not much business. sleep in good times. Yeah, not much sleep, lots of alcohol. Um, and then you exit, you sold out. Yes. You sold I, the business. I did. I sold the business and exited in November 2014. Okay. So I just, I, I had this moment and I, I actually remember this moment exactly where I was. And I thought if I ever get up, because I actually was room sharing at the time and I had a couple of girls living with me and they had government jobs and they were up every day, you know, and always come back home and they would whinge about their job, whinge about their boss. And I thought to myself, if I ever have that waking moment where I don't want to go to work, I'm selling the business. And I had that moment right at the time I really started getting into competing because that right. was my, the gym was just like my newfound passion again. Okay. I was just heavily involved. I was counting macros. I was weighing my food. It was just like this super hobby that I was like... As a result of what I was doing, I was feeling better about myself. I, I can't think about your shooters right now. I need to weigh my chicken, that kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right. literally, yeah. 150 <laughs> grams of basmati, yeah. Yeah, right. Basmati, yeah. Oh, you, that's where you're making all your wrong, all mistakes what is are it? made in the carbs. You're eating basmati rice. Yeah, what did you, you sweet potato? Oh, sweet potato, brown rice. Yeah, brown rice. Yeah. I mixed it up. 
Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's monotonous. White it's cars. The, uh, they're the devil. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. They were made Horrible. by evil people to do evil things to <laughs> really nice people. Uh, it's addictive. Um, so you sold out. Then what happened? You took some time off to compete, did you? Well, I actually made world titles. So when I started, my very first show was May 2014. So it was that year. And that's really where things, I guess, digress. Like from the, you know, sleeping on the couch at work, working through the night. I never stopped. I would go to family events and I'd be constantly on my phone. I'd have people working all over the place. And my mum was always like, you're present, but you're not present. You're never here. <laughs> she doesn't sound like that. <laughs> you're never here. No, she doesn't. But I, I genuinely, it was a bit of a wake up call because I was like, you know, I've got cousins the babies that are being born I've got you know and I'm feeling stressed I literally was just on my phone trying to pretend I was present thinking about other things and it was just to build up so when I started competing I jumped on stage in May um, and I was lucky enough fortunate enough or earned it whatever I got first place sorry (laughs) mum You won. So I won in May and I was like, oh, that was fun. Like, I'm going to do that again. And um, so as most people that compete do, they get the it's little addiction. Yeah. It is. I don't know how you explain that to other people yeah. that haven't competed, but it was the thing. Um, so I went through the process again. I did all my back-to-back comps and then I was invited to represent Australia and compete at Worlds in Vegas. Right. Um, that was in the November. So literally the day I sold my business, I, I flew out the next day to, wow. to the state. So that was my, literally, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. And then I was dieting. I couldn't even like celebrate <laughs> like, everyone's like you've sold your first like this is you know amazing let's celebrate i'm like water yeah you could have just like sniffed and a brown rice. <laughs> that's what i used to do i'd smell things and i'd like sit there and like then just salivate and it was just mental torture <laughs> close, your, close your eyes and pretend you're actually eating it <laughs> so during this time like i can only imagine it must have been a pretty challenging time you're trying to compete you're trying to run a business you're selling a business at the same time which has all of its own you know set of challenges in itself yeah absolutely during this time have any other tragedies happened? Like, have you had to deal with anything that's really kind of set you back? Um, setbacks, I think without saying, like without thinking at pinpoint times, I have had setbacks along the way. I've never had something so disruptive that my life's fallen apart, but yep. I've gone through relationship breakups. I mean, that was at the same time. It wow. was everything at the same time. And um, I remember how I felt, but publicly I, I didn't have time to be able to actually do the whole get yeah. the bucket of ice cream sit on the couch and feel sorry for myself that I had clients and you know it's funny because I was really young at the time I was 19 to 24 when I had the business and um, I was sitting in front of like you know big corporate clients in their mid 40s and I'm pitching this idea to get a couple hundred thousand dollar contract she just pointed and, at me when she said um, mid 40s <laughs> Did you see that? I was really fucking rude. Just saying. Sorry. Oh, just well, we're going to have so much hands. fun in, 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 in edit. Like, we're going to make you look really bad. Um, and, um, and I remember, actually, it's funny because now I keep in contact with these clients and I, I, I laugh because I say, if you knew that I was 19, would you have given me? And absolutely not. They would not have given me these big contracts. So when I had all that emotional baggage or these, you know, times in my life, I, I couldn't afford to. Like, it would have cost me my business yeah, right. if I had have sort of went and been like, so guys, I'm going through a breakup, but, you know, we <laughs> Sorry, can provide can to right you. <laughs> yeah. So you sold out, you started to compete, then what happened? What, what was the next adventure? So I had a little bit of a break. Um, I think that's really when I discovered personal development when I was over in the States. I jumped off stage. I was on my own. Um, the, the initial plans were, you know, to travel with your partner and have downtime, which it turned out to be on my own. Oh, because you just broke up. Yeah. So it was actually a really cool time that I feel like I'm blessed to have had that time on my own because I really went outside of my comfort zone 
and I mean, this sounds silly, but I, I had myself a list. I'm like, I'm going to do these things on my own. I'm going to go to a restaurant and dine for one. I'm going to go to the cinema. And one. that sounds weird. But it's That's one of those Saturday things. Saturday night for me. Let's be honest. <laughs> at that age, you walk yeah. in and restaurant owners, oh, table for two? And yeah. I'm like, look behind my back. And I'm yeah, like, Milko, uh, and yeah, uh, you want to join Johnny? <laughs> no, but I, I was on my own. So um, that's sort of where I, I felt like I had a bit of a shift. I'd already worked out that I was going to start Visual Beauty. So I'd done all the back end legalities of that. That was just sitting there. And then, of course, lucky for social media, um, I actually started, you know, building that sort of business on social media. And um, fortunately enough, I would confidently say that Visual Beauty has really been built and minding her business through social media. Yeah, right. My um, all my friendlies, or I guess competitors on the stage at time at the time, became my best clients for Visual Beauty. So they were my first clients. I was like, "Hey, girl, you lift at the gym. You don't want makeup on. Let me tattoo your brows." Um, and that's where I built the business. So, yeah, that's that's sort of how that worked. And that happened basically as soon as I returned in um, January 2015. So Is that we're right? Going on four years now. And then how how long after did you do uh, Pure Skin and then minding her business? Pure Skin. You know, um, pure skin and minding her business without even thinking about it. I registered both business names within like a couple of weeks of each. Wow. ADD? Yeah. No? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe self-diagnosed. <laughs> people, people say in like casual conversations, um, have you heard of like ADD, HD, AD, what is it, ADHD? Anyway, I don't even know what it is. I think that's the first thing. Can you spell ADHD? AD, A what? A- yeah. yeah. Tick. Um, yeah, so I, I just had this idea and it come from competing again because the Pure Skin's first product was, um, I guess, a little visualization or experience I had in Vegas. And I got given this little first aid pack from competing and it had these little eye patches underneath. And it was, these will hydrate your dark eyes and your drawn face for when you're on stage. And it had like no branding. I couldn't ever find them again. And I remember going they kind of worked. So I actually pitched the business idea to a good friend of mine that already had a business, um, beauty business. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. But then nothing come of it. And I sort of left it for what, almost 12 months. I thought, you know what? I'm still thinking about it. I still want to do it. Did a lot of research, went into um, the R&D phase, looked at the product, sampled things, changed things, looked at ingredients, made sure it aligned with what I wanted and that they actually worked. And um then I thought, you know, I'll start by selling them to my friends, <laughs> as you do, and your friendlies, and you hand them out to people at the gym. And um, I had really good feedback, especially for people that were competing. And I yeah, knew right. that they couldn't get them in Australia. So I got 24 karat gold eye masks, and I literally put them on everywhere I went. If I was on the plane, if I was like everywhere I went, I went to the like hair a salon. 24 like, karat gold eye masks? Yeah, yeah, it covered my eyes. I couldn't see anything. No. <laughs> You're sitting there covering your eyes like it's this big eye patch thing. They go underneath your eyes. (laughs) But they've got gold in them. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. Well, you are like pimp rolling. Yeah. Well, they stand out and it makes people ask. Like I I sat on flights and people would be like, or even the flight attendants, oh, what are they that you've got on? I'm like, they're hydrating, they're plumping, they're firming. Yeah, right. What yeah, I, and that, and then, <laughs> you just walk around with Look, them. Look, I've on. got my F-Plus machine here. <laughs> for just 30, no, I'm not, I'm not joking. It did cross my mind, but I definitely didn't. I'm it. impressed. That doesn't scare me. That actually excites me. And um, okay. And then mining her business kind of, that popped up next. Yeah. So mining her business was just a combination of, like I sort of mentioned before and we're chatting about, was constantly networking pe- people, connecting people. And um, I sort of- Because you seem quite personable. I'm going to assume, I'm going to take a guess here and I could be completely wrong. I think I don't think you're complete full extrovert, but you're definitely not full introvert. Are you a bit of an ambivert? Oh, 
I've never heard of an ambivert. Oh, let me let me teach you. <laughs> okay. Okay, so an extrovert is someone who gets juiced up when they're around people. They love being around people. That's what fills up and fills up their cup. Definitely. Introvert is someone who likes to be isolated. They like to be by themselves. They like to spend time by themselves and they're pretty isolated. Yeah. An ambivert is someone who needs both. They like being around people and they get their cup filled up by being around people, but they also need every now and then to spend a bit of time by themselves just to have a little bit of solitude. Yeah, I would say that... Um, You're extrovert, aren't you? Growing up, I... Probably, I wouldn't want to say I get anxiety, but I didn't enjoy my own company. Yeah, right. And it wasn't because I had issues within myself. It was because I of. had FOMO <laughs> that I'm aware of. <laughs> yeah. Mum actually taught me about um, JOMO. That's my like 2019 joy of missing out. I'm wow. still learning. JOMO. Um, yeah, apparently it's a thing. Let's make it a thing. Let's make that I'm cool. I'm so much more productive when I have JOMO because I'm someone that would go four events in one day. Yeah, I reckon I could do some changes in the car along the way and make all of them. Holy smoke. Um, yeah, poor Conrad, my partner, that's like, <laughs> Oh, can we have to just slow down? <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's actually a good question. So how with all, everything that you've done and everything you've got going on, how do you manage a relationship? Um, you know, we're actually a really good fit. We're very independent and I don't think that, um, cliche saying, but I don't think I could be with someone that's super controlling or yeah. just... Needy. Uh, yeah, needy. Clingy. There you go. I'm giving yeah. like hand sim- symbols here and you finish your <laughs> sentences. For those of you yeah. listening, she's doing great hand signals. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's got actually two businesses of his, of his own. Wow. And um, and then I've sort of got the um, the banner of four and it works well. He's very sociable. He's pretty much, I guess we're yin and yang, but he definitely is very good on his own. I travel a lot. He's, yeah, it works. And so... Um you, you haven't talked about many challenges in your life, but you seem like someone who's got enormous levels of discipline. So I'm curious to know if you have had challenges that other people might be perceive as challenges, but you've just got such a high level of discipline that you just seem to roll over them like they're nothing. Yeah, I think a lot of it actually comes from my upbringing. And I used to get really stressed about and, and, and think of these big issues and what could happen, what might happen, what happens if I fail, all these little things. And um, funny story, but going over the story bridge in Brisbane and going underneath this um, next bridge, there's this big plastered quote and it says, um, the more you think about it, the bigger it gets. <laughs> and I remember like just talking, thinking about it and <laughs> I had all these little, you know, like I all these, I guess, obstacles, maybe not like big turning points of where I've like crumbled, but obstacles that I really had to overcome. And um, my parents are literally like opposite. Mum's like, you know, too much risk, get comfortable, go get a degree. I started studying Bachelor of Education um, and all this sort of stuff because that was just what worked. And it was always not a guilty till proven innocent, but I definitely had to, if I wanted to pitch an idea that I wanted to do to my mum I had to have like documents I had to have everything on paper goal setting everything to justify it dad yeah if you don't take a chance you don't stand a chance go for it what's wow, the worst like that, that could happen literally opposite wow I always went with dad's idea of course <laughs> less friction yeah, yeah. Like, um mom dad said I could <laughs> <laughs> pitch dad first <laughs> but um yeah you know along the way I think it's something that I, I I have obstacles and issues and things that I need to overcome every single week but attitude and mindset is everything and I'm still growing that I'm still learning that along the way but there have been points where I've had to pivot quickly or I've had to learn to go a different route or to just run full steam ahead knowing that I was probably going to break a few things along the way um, but it was going to be worth it so what in line with morals and integrity of course course. everything's within a moral compass for the individual who's navigating Um, biggest lessons in business so far biggest lessons in business is the times that I waited, the times that I thought about it and essentially held back are the times I had regret. 
I, I, I wish that I started sooner. I wish, I know I'm young, I know I start like, and I, I hear that every day, but you know, the Mind in Her Business concept, I spoke about 12 months before. Yeah, right. Pure Skin, there is a lot of brands in that competitive space now. Um, Pure Skin, I must have now gone on to be a portfolio of nine products. So we've got natural skincare um, in the range as well. We are not the only skincare. I'm not the only women's networking events group. Um, definitely not the only cosmetic tattoo clinic. Um, in fact, I think I've got eight if you want to call them competitors or other clinics within like three kilometer radius of me. So it's something that, you know, thanks to social media, you can, you know, pop up a business overnight, right? You have an idea. Yeah. Just pick a name and, you know, whether people do it, you know, through the legalities as well. But um, I think the biggest lesson for myself is, and that, and that sort of moving forward is something that I'm always trying to think, why wouldn't I do it now? If there's something that pops up in my head, if there's an idea for minding her business, um, we're in the works of some massive things and I'm lucky I've got a really good team now, um, which culture and, and, you know, to be able to actually create these ideas or bring them to life is everything. But holding back in those times can be imperative because 12 months, especially on social media, can change everything. Mm. Yeah. Best advice you've ever received? Um, Best advice... Dad, if you don't take a chance, you don't stand a chance. Pretty much. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, I like probably, you, Probably, yeah, probably one of those, it, it, it all is in sync with just taking a chance and, and worrying about everything later. I think um, the best advice is to make sure my ducks are lined up, to make sure I've got financial backing, but just not to hold back. Yeah, right. Yeah, not to hold back. I, I, I'm always, um, actually... Uh, my partner's father said this, you're given two ears and one mouth and you should use it in that ratio. Yes. And I always feel that growing up, maybe hashtag ADD, I don't know, but I was always the one that was energetic and talking and questioning things and da-da-da, I'm still kind of like that. But I feel that I need to, and I do listen more because I learn so much more when I listen, obviously. Yeah, right. So I think that's something that um, is imperative and whether it's something that I've learned from someone, but I definitely try and teach to other people. It's a great strategy unless you're on a podcast. Of course, I'm just like... Well, just we need you to, otherwise we've got no content. <laughs> I'll just sit here and listen. So what's next for you? You're like Clearly, you've got you know the world at your feet. You're, you're clearly a very talented entrepreneur, a very talented fitness professional. There's so many directions you could go in. What, what, what next for you? Uh, you know, I think I have so many plans for things going on this year. I've got different areas of where I'm going to grow minding her business. That's definitely my focus. I think being in the networking space, it's not just another networking event. It's so different to any other event out there. Um, if you want to call it highly Instagrammable. Um, but I feel that we've really just disrupted the traditional networking events. It's no swapping of a business card. Um, it's, a, it's a reason to be able to dress up, feel good about yourself. And our guest speakers are people that are in the now it's it's not someone that has been hugely successful in the 1980s and you know monetized or, or cashed in if you want to call it back then um, and now tell their story it's people that are literally still in the process of, of growth yeah, nice. and um, I think that's really cool because we have a lot of startups you know 80 90 percent of our, um, our guests and attendees are people that have startup businesses or a side hustle and still trying to work out a way to be able to get out of their corporate job um so for me, the, the next 12 months is really planning MHB. We're um, jumping into international waters. We're taking it to Bali. We're going to do like a summit style. So a little bit different to the yeah, right. large 200 people event, um, which is exciting. And um, everything just slow and steady, but we've got some really cool things in place. Very nice. Yeah. So where can we find out more about you? You've got that many different places we can send them. Where do we want to send them? 
Yeah, you know, I think even just working with brands and my personal brand, Katie Stevens, that's something I've sort of, um, I can't call it a business. Having a following on social media is really hard to say, oh, I've got this business, it's called Miss Katie Stevens. But I genuinely, like I make income from it. So it's another income stream where I can work with brands and then flow them over to minding her business. So the, the two main touch points is really minding her business, the events group. So and that's minding.her.business, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, and the website. Yeah, yeah, um, right. But also Pure Skin, you've got um, Instagram Pure underscore skin. Yes, skin double N. Skin double yeah. N, because there is more N's in skin. <laughs> and uh, Facebook for Pure Skin is Pure Skin double N AU. And then Visual Beauty is Visual Beauty Australia on Instagram. Uh, and same again on Facebook, as yeah. well as a website. That's You're right. so fancy. I don't feel fancy. So, feel what about fancy. a book? Have you got a book coming? You know what, Cohen? It's on the list. Yeah, I keep fucking saying that too. Oh, people <laughs> ask me like 20 years, you got a book? Yeah, it's fucking, it's uh, literally, it is on our list, but it's just. I think we live in a world now that there is so much that we can, there's so much at our fingertips. Mm. And if you don't know how, you can either Google it or find a way or speak to someone exactly. that can teach you. Can I give you a tip? Yes. You need to do a po- Do you have your own podcast? I don't. You should. You got the personality for podcast. it. Yeah. What about my tone? You've got the chops. Sure. You've got vocal variety. You're funny. You've got energy. Do I would I? absolutely do a podcast. Well, would I do it in French or would I do it in English? I would do it in Fringlish. Fringlish. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little it. bit freaky. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Katie Stevens. This is Unstoppable and you have been amazing. Thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me, Cohen. Pleasure. It's been awesome. There you have it, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Unstoppable with me, your host, Kerwin Ray. And do me a favor, don't forget to drop me a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear what you think. I love reading what you guys have to say and your reviews. Make sure we keep creating killer content just like this. If you want to stay up to date with me and all my movements, please jump onto the website, kerwinray.com. And also check us out on social media at Kerwin Ray. Unstoppable.